Hello and welcome back to another episode of Drunk on Romcoms. As always, I am Connie. And I'm Marie. Welcome back, everybody. Hi. Hi. And today we have a very special episode because we have the Rom Complex joining us today. So we got Sam and Shelby. What is up? Uh, hey. Hi, hi, hi. <laughs> Thanks for having us. We're so excited. We are very excited to have you guys on too. Uh-huh. I mean, it's it's already been a great night so far. It has. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners don't know it yet, but it's been a party. Yeah. <laughs> party. Behind the scenes fact. Uh, we're all mm-hmm. best friends now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a group chat now. <laughs> we have a group chat. We set it up. We're gonna give it a special little name. I think. I think at one point Connie said she didn't believe it love at first sight, but I think we just proved you. Yeah, wrong because it's true. I think we're all in love I think <laughs> with each other. It just doesn't work with men, but with women, I guess. <laughs> with the ladies, <laughs> you're so right. You can fall in love with another woman in the yes, bathroom at a exactly. bar and be like, be a bride made in her wedding it'll <laughs> it happens so quickly yes Oh, yeah. So first time listeners of Drunk on Rom-Coms, we love talking about all things romantic comedies, good, bad, the ugly, as well as having some fun beverages while we discuss. So everybody, what are we drinking tonight? Champagne. <laughs> <laughs> love a champagne. My usual weekend go-to is pineapple mimosa with champagne and pineapple juice. Mm-hmm. I'm like a signature drink. But right now, I had a few cocktails earlier. They were lovely purple aviation, but I have since switched over to a red wine. I was drinking champagne earlier like Connie. We're champagne sisters. Mm -hmm. Yes. But I have since switched over to a, it is a blueberry elderflower Tom Collins. (gasps) So there's some gin in there. There's some blueberry simple syrup. There's some elderflower. There's some lemon. There's some soda water, some fizzy soda water on top. It's pretty yummy. I'm not going to lie. I made it a double just for you guys. Do you have a bar in your house? Like, what is happening? I wish. You know, I I do wish. But this is leftover from what I bought to make my signature birthday cocktail, which was, it was a raspberry elderflower Tom Mm -hmm. Collins, but the raspberry syrup I have went bad. So I used the blueberry (laughs) syrup that I had. And it's nice and purple. And I I like it. Drink. It is very pretty. I do basically have a bar in my house. <gasps> I have so many <laughs> Actually, I'll open this cabinet right behind me and you can see. Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> she's really, she's really prepping for her role as guest on Drunk on Rock. gotta go over. <laughs> Oh my uh-huh. God, love you. I feel so boring with my sangria. <laughs> no, it looks yummy. You do what you got to do. I will just say, I'm so proud of everybody with your yes. drinks. This is amazing. Thank you for participating. I realized recently in therapy that when someone says they're proud of me, I cry. <laughs> I, I, I love it so much. Thank you. <laughs> Why does that mean so much to me? I don't know. Parents, are you listening? Please explain. Oh my gosh. Okay, so what movie are we reviewing today? Yes, why we're all together. Yes. (laughs) Not just to hang out, but to also talk about Fool's Rush In, which came out in 1997, everybody. (laughs) Starred uh, Matthew Perry, Selma Hayek. It's very interesting. I'm so excited to talk about Uh this. So With every top of the episode, I like to give a little mini synopsis before we jump right into things. So IMDb says, after a one night stand with Alex, Isabel realizes that she's pregnant and they decide to get married. However, along with the marriage comes compromise 
of one's own cultural traditions. So first things first, why fools rush in? Well, there are two factors that went into this. One, it's on Netflix, so that's easy access, mm-hmm. right? We didn't have to find mm-hmm. it anywhere. Number two, ever since the Friends reunion, I've been re-watching Friends. And I realized that my type started at a young age, right? And my type is funny, sarcastic brunette boys that are like a little on the skinny side who are just there for comedic relief. A Chandler right Mm -hmm. so Chandler all the way all the way I don't know if you guys have listened to previous episodes but my one true love is Dylan O'Brien who played Styles on Teen Wolf Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and again he fits the type right kind of skinny little brunette boys that are sarcastic and funny it's it's like perfect so when we were going to pick a movie I was like well you know Matthew Perry's in this film (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm kind of into Matthew Perry right now again you know he is my type and I do love I do love a movie that blends cultures together Mm -hmm. i love me some interracial dating in a movie Mm, yes (laughs) love it culture shock and all that yes yes i I will say you did mention about some of your previous episodes of what you guys like the one of the ones that i heard was your shrek episode (laughs) yeah (laughs) and like the whole discussion of who we would fuck (laughs) i never even thought about it i don't remember i couldn't tell who said which part at the time of mm-hmm. like top Fiona and then bottom Shrek. <laughs> I knew that's what you were gonna say. <laughs> she would top Fiona and bottom Shrek. Happy little bisexual over here. But so so Shelby, that I, a follow-up question then is like, you know, what what is your type? You know, like what's what's your go-to that like always gets you every time? Because I feel like we all have a type and I'm excited to hear everybody else's. <laughs> yeah. Okay, great question. I love a ditzy girl. And a guy mm. who skateboards. <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't know. Not good picks, but you know, it's something. I think the the skateboarding thing maybe has to do with like growing up in Florida or something. <laughs> like, did you ever watch that movie Grind with Adam Brody? It was like a group of skateboarders. Oh, <laughs> you gotta watch this film, Shelby. It's Adam Brody. I mean, Adam Brody. Adam Brody's in it. And then You're I think the die. Ditsy Girls came from like before I knew I was bi. When like <laughs> my best friend in like eighth and ninth grade was a really ditzy but smart girl, and she was just mm-hmm. like beautiful. And I'm like looking back, and I'm like, I had a crush on her. <laughs> I just didn't know that's what it was. I'm really like, oh, this makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> So I'd say those are my, those are my types. This tracks, this tracks. And uh, Connie, uh, Connie, which one's oh your type? God, I don't know. Do I have a type? I date anything and everything. It's it's <laughs> a healthy mix. <laughs> it is. You know, I've been attracted to different kind of men, like my whole college life. And it's weird. Sometimes they're really hot men and other times they have a really great personality. So... Uh, <laughs> And those two are apparently mutually exclusive. <laughs> it's, it's an either or kind of thing. Yes. Or yeah. It yes. It is. Yeah. Now, um, I don't know. I think my type now would be someone that spoke Spanish because I need them to Ooh. speak with mm-hmm. my family because as I'll go in. That's sexy as fuck. It really is. That yeah. Is sexy. Although the last guy I dated that spoke Spanish was not. Yeah, he was a piece <laughs> of shit. That's. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
I think I think something that would be hot is a guy who like low key spoke Spanish. Like you don't actually mm-hmm. know, but then all of a sudden he starts like busting. Like he, exactly. you know, you, like you go to meet his. He goes to meet your mom, and all of a sudden he's like talking to her in Spanish. And you're like, wait a second, I didn't know that. Yes, what? Did not advertise. I was married to a guy who low key spoke Spanish. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! Notice Jeez. the past tense. Oh yeah, past tense. We are divorced. <laughs> We got secret married in Vegas. So this movie is very uh, relevant. It is very relevant. Oh my gosh, you guys. That is, yeah. So what is your type, Marie? (laughs) Yeah, Marie. Tell us about your type. So like you were going to blow past that? I was. (laughs) She's like, I'm asking the questions now. (laughs) It's so, I feel like it's dumb, but it's true. It's true for me every time. Physically, I'm all for light skin, dark hair. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter what ethnicity or race. It's just like that light skin with the dark or black hair gets me every time. But the big thing, and it's so funny because that Kevin also falls into this category of having the Superman complex. This is what I call it. I'm like trademarking this. <laughs> tam, tam, tam. <laughs> right now. And so for me, it's like if they look hot with glasses and without. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I call that the Superman. Oh my God. (laughs) Does that also apply? Does that apply for beard too? Could that be like the Superman complex if they look good with a beard and without? I mean, I guess it could be, but I'm not a beard. Oh, that's the other thing too. I don't do beards. I don't like facial hair at all. Interesting. My first boyfriend. I made him shave. Like he kept oh a razor in his car. Like that's uh-huh. how I was not the best, but but he would <laughs> but he dedicated, was dedicated apparently. <laughs> you know what? If he's not willing to shave for you, we don't need mm-hmm. him. You know, I've got time for that. That's it. That's it. <laughs> that's just so funny because, like Connie, like when I met Kevin, like he had glasses at the time, and then he got LASIK, and I was like, I love both. <laughs> I mean, he still wears those. Like, what are they? He has the, the blue, blue lens. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, you might just love your fiance. I I think it's so funny, though, that we talk about like, what's our type and all this kind of stuff. Because for me, like, as I've as I've gotten older, as my as my aged wisdom has has come up, right? Mm -hmm. I used to be and I told my therapist, and when I told her this for the first time, she like damn near laughed me out of the room. She was so tickled by what I told her that she was laughing so hard. I was like, okay, so my type is like, they're like guys, right? Guys who are vaguely Christian looking, <laughs> like they went to church, but they weren't like strictly like very religious. Like they, it looks like their family wanted them to go every Sunday, but they didn't, they never went on Wednesdays, right? Like they only went on Sundays, right? And I was like, he vaguely looks like he was in a fraternity, but he wasn't like the douchebag in the fraternity. He was like the nice guy in the fraternity. And you guys, I I can tell you right now that all three of you know exactly what that guy looks like right now. You know exactly what that man looks like. That was my type for the longest time. And I went to like a fucking private college in Florida that like was filled with preppy assholes like that, mm. right? Like there, it was littered with exactly my type. And like now as I'm older and I talk to my therapist and I'm like, oh yeah, I just like, I just want to date a guy who's like a good guy and like he's in therapy and he talks to me and we don't have to like, I don't want to fight over stupid <laughs> shit. Like I'm like all these, I'm like, I don't care what they look like anymore. I'm just like, whatever. As long as he's not a shithead, like I'm happy. I'm happy. Or murderer. Hey. You know? Or murder. <laughs> Again, bar so low. Bar is so low. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys. So this movie <laughs> has probably, because I, I have never seen this movie until you guys suggested it. Mm-hmm. 
So this was like an eye opener for me. I loved all of the things that were happening. And I will say it's probably one of my favorite meet cutes. Mm -hmm. And I usually don't really Mm -hmm. have any, but they met in line at a bathroom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was like, how, like, how often did that actually happen though? Like, I feel like it's gross if you're just like meeting somebody in the line for the bathroom. That's true. I was going to say, I'd argue that there's no wrong place to meet Selma Hayek. <laughs> like, I don't think there's a single place that you can meet Selma and Selma. I can't even say her name right now. Selma Hayek and not have a meet cute. Like, it's impossible. It doesn't exist. She is adorable. <laughs> She's so cute. <laughs> like, you can't. <laughs> the gay panic is strong watching this movie. Like, I, I would let you cut in line. Yeah. Selma, go ahead. Right. <laughs> Do whatever you want, Selma. I don't care. <laughs> you want to go in together? You, wanna, you help? <laughs> Are we doing this now? Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, my goodness. Now? And so it was fascinating for me to see how quickly things moved. We're like, oh, okay. So we slept together naturally. Uh-huh. Yes. As, as one sexy does. Sexy bathroom banter. <laughs> yeah. Have sexy bathroom banter. What are you going to do? <laughs> Throw that away? No. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> and I don't like the whole, the whole concept of her like finding him after she finds out that she's pregnant is crazy. Well, I'm surprised that she remembered where he lived, first of all. But this was like her hometown. Town, right like sort of she lived in Vegas uh-huh. you know so maybe she's just she just knows the area mm-hmm, mm-hmm, she knows mm-hmm. where the gringos go where the gringos live she was like oh he's got to live in this development because that's where they all live mm-hmm. that's it like imagine if you were in this situation and then you had to tell the person that you were pregnant like how would you go about that would you find them and tell them or just like no, absolutely not. <laughs> oh my god. I think no. I would simply die and <laughs> <laughs> And then the movie ends now, Shelby. <laughs> I would just not have that baby. Okay, okay. If I had yes. to optionally yes. if I had to find this person. Okay, so I would probably drive around. I'd be like, okay, I sort of remember because she left in the in like the early morning, right? Right, right. 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 Yeah. Like, mm, let me move around and like drive around this area until it feels right, and then be like, I think this is the house, and then I just randomly knock on the door, which could be what yeah. she did, you know? Like, how hard Maybe would you try? On, like, four other doors. <laughs> I wouldn't try hard at yeah. all. I, yeah, I would just go. I would go to wherever I thought like the complex was, and be like, Alex. <laughs> Alex in a whisper outside. <laughs> and then just like leave. Honestly, that's not a bad idea. What are you it's such a strange like situation. What are you supposed to do? Right. But she wanted to to do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but it makes sense though. I mean, her she worked at the casino, mm-hmm. so I don't I don't think she was making a lot. And I feel like she knew this guy was doing pretty well. She was like, I remember his house. Yeah. It's a nice ass kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get that job support. <laughs> I want to get me that kitchen. Right. You know? She said she didn't want. She's like, I don't want any money. From right. You. I know. Mm-hmm. But I would say that. Too. Yeah. But you have to Full say. Yeah. Wanting that money. I mean, I don't want any money from you, but I will take money. From you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you going to be like? No, don't give me money. Yeah. I, this is your kid too, my dude. <laughs> You're paying. Kids are expensive. They don't know how to do anything. They can't. Get a job. They can't get a job. <laughs> <laughs> 
they can't help. They can't support no. themselves. They can't even feed themselves, Shelby. <laughs> they, can't, they can't do anything. God, they're so do we want, Why does like, I know We're like bashing children. <laughs> I do love kids, though. I will protect. Kids are great. I just won't have any. It's fine. I think I would have one. I just don't like them right now i like them it's the kind of thing where as soon as you have one or like one close to you mm. it's like everything is different it's like oh but this one right this i thought one, you were gonna i, I thought you were like legit gonna make like a pringles or like a <laughs> potato chip reference like once you once you got one once you pop you can't stop you keep having oh man so once you get one, it's like, oh, might as well have two, three, four. Why not? Seven more kids. As it is my parents and my fiance's parents, they're like just ready for us to just have something out of wedlock. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like that's how ready they are. My sister actually had her first child. Like you you were talking about out of wedlock. My sister, my sister got pregnant when she was 20. And I think it's interesting tying it back to the movie. I think it's interesting because when she goes to tell Alex, oh, hey, I'm pregnant and, mm-hmm. and it's yours. He asks her what she's going to do, right? Which I thought that was a really considerate mm-hmm. thing to be like, are you like, are you? gonna keep it like you know it and I think that's a genuinely good question I don't think it's it's especially if you're not with someone I don't think it's right to assume what they are planning to do with their own bodies with their own pregnancy and so something similar happened with my sister they my mom and my sister told me over FaceTime I thought it was a joke I thought they were kidding because my sister was 20 and they were like your sister's pregnant I was like no she's not and they were like no but she is and I was like oh and the first question out of my mouth was "Are, are you planning to keep it like I think that's a yeah you know logical fair part of the conversation right and a lot like some of Hayek's character in this movie she got so offended that I would even ask it and I'm like hey I'm not telling you to Mm -hmm. do it I'm not telling you to have the baby or not have the baby I'm asking you a question (laughs) simple yes or no you're keeping it you're not keeping it you're keeping it great Awesome. Okay. So I don't know if we want to talk before any of uh, this happened, but I do want to go into the first time his parents met Zamahai's yes. character. Yes. <laughs> I love to go into that. Yes. I so, did yeah. not expect them to even mention race in this movie. Mm-hmm. So I was really, I was really kind of, well, I was, I thought it would be really gross. Like, I thought it would be more racist than it was. (laughs) But they were clear. The movie is clearly on the side of like, yeah, his parents are just casually racist, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And that's bad. Like it it was condemning that. So I was like, that's all, you know, that's what I thought it would be. You know, (laughs) for a a movie from the late 90s. But they were just totally racist. So because that's they're they don't know that they're doing anything wrong because that's how they grew up. That's their right. They don't know. know, So and no one's calling them out for it, obviously. Right. Right. Because everyone knows what happens when you call someone out for being racist. (laughs) You get called racist. It's a really fun, it's a fun (laughs) little game we play. I think it's interesting though. So like in this movie, obviously we're dealing with an interracial Mm -hmm. couple. And I think it's, it's something that I've like started to examine because I I grew up as a, you know, um, Puerto Rican. My family is very Latin and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so I was like, oh, I'm part of a minority group. Like I, I get racism, right? Like I've been the subject of it, but then only recently have I (laughs) realized just how racist my, my people are. Right. So whereas like in this movie, um, (laughs) 
at the beginning like so when when the parents first meet isabel you Mm -hmm. almost can't fault them for some of the stuff that they say for like the smallest of windows right because they think that she which i mean it's racist to assume that the spanish girl works for him Mm -hmm. right right but to be fair they didn't know he was with anybody and why would this woman be in his house unless she was an employee, right? Because right. they didn't know he was dating anyone. But then after you find out and they still have their like really like these little microaggressive <laughs> My favorite was like, like, they're such a warm people. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. It's, it's, it's like perfect because like it's so real. But like witnessing kind of how Isabel's family in the movie talk about the fact that she is with a man who's not part of the culture right and that's something that I was raised with I was told from a very young age that I needed to be with other Hispanic Mm -hmm. men that I needed to date Mm -hmm. um, Hispanic men and that dating outside of my race was no not allowed to do that which is crazy and and this is a bigger conversation with how like anti-black some hispanic cultures can be because my dad was very like you can't date a black man my sister's married to a black man um (laughs) so she he's with you (laughs) she she took that my sister was like oh i can't date black men cool i'm gonna marry and procreate with one thank you so much for that Um, i think i went through that phase too (laughs) i'll show you pictures later but yeah so like just experiencing like from that aspect of the movie where like her dad was very like man no you can't date this white guy you have to preserve the culture and you have to you know like marry another puerto rican man and have a Mm -hmm. bunch of puerto rican babies and i'm like have you met puerto rican men (laughs) men they're not they're not they're not great sometimes you know the business they're not they're not where it's at not to say that all Puerto Rican men are bad. Some mm-hmm. of them are very lovely. The ones that I've met, hashtag not all Puerto Rican men. But but yeah, I thought that was interesting. Uh, just to like interracial dating, I feel like it's still a very new concept. And especially in 1997, like I don't think they were doing that. You know, that wasn't that wasn't a thing that was happening. So the fact that they were even tackling this concept in this movie, I was like, okay, Matthew Perry, Salma Hayek. No, it's, it, it, I, I totally agree with what you're saying too, because I've had my shares of, I dated a black, half black, half white man for about five years of my life. And mm-hmm. like my grandma, like I share, she's in, in South America and and I showed her a picture. I was scared too because they're very racist against uh, black community. And it's because there's no one, there's no black people in in um, in like mm-hmm. Chile. So I showed her a picture, and she goes, "Oh, okay, he's not that black." And I'm like, "Grandma, you can't say that." Like, no. but oh, grandma, oh, grandma, but abuelita, no, I, I know, I know, and uh, you know, oh my god, it's it's in their blood. I. Can't. <laughs> I'm like, grandma, you can't say that, but obviously she said it and we moved on. <laughs> but also, like, I think in, in Chilean culture, there's a favoritism to the white skin. I am very fair. So when I was born, like, my sister's very, like, has the dark features. I have the, like, like green eyes. And I was like, oh, my God, that baby. Like, where's that baby from? So it, it's just very, <laughs> I, I have also gone through this. So, yeah, <laughs> understand. <laughs> I have been on the other side of this yes. where, okay, my ex-husband who I secret Vegas, secretly married in Vegas, just like mm-hmm. the couple in this movie, he was Mexican. His family was Mexican. Um, and 
he, what do I say? He didn't really think because I wasn't like blonde and Christian. <laughs> what do you say to that? Um, you know, Thank uh, you. because in, in this movie, like Matthew Perry's family, I don't remember his character's name. Alex. But Alex. His character's name is Alex. 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 He, his family. You remembered his last name. Because <laughs> it was like white man. <laughs> Whitman sounds exactly like white man. I think that's why they did it. Yeah, Yeah, that's it. So they're like very white Anglo-Saxon Protestant. Mm -hmm. Like they are very like quintessentially white, you know? Um, And my family is like where my parents are progressive. My mom's pansexual. Like my dad is, he goes along with whatever. Like. In like he's almost seventy, but he knows how to use like a tablet and a, I, and a all right like, mm. with it. Um, but everyone, but like dating the my my Mexican ex husband, he obviously expected my family to be more like Matthew Perry's family in this movie. And I'm like, I get it. I get why you would expect that. Um, because that's what you get. And a lot. And when I meet other people. I'm uncomfortable around people like that. So it's like, yeah. I can't even imagine when you're actually victimized oh. by the, like the things that these people are doing and saying, it makes a lot of sense why you would be afraid to meet them, but you know, it didn't work. Out. <laughs> so fools rush in. Yes. <laughs> Keep us on track, Marie. Keep us on track. Obviously, obviously she can. Obviously. <laughs> I'm a little sloshy. <laughs> You might be drunk on rom-com. Did I finish my glass? Yes. So obviously she's very pregnant. She's doing mm-hmm. the pregnant thing. And I, he's working hard. He's making his monies. What what I do want to talk about is the, the big bad thing that happens here of her mm-hmm. having this complication and losing the baby just to hide it from him so that way he could live his best life. Mm-hmm. I I understand. Mm-hmm. I understand why. I, I do. Like, I get it. However, that's like mentally fucking mm-hmm. with somebody forever. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I was not expecting this, you guys, when I saw this movie. I'm like, is this still a rom-com? Yeah. I think so. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> when you think about the reality of him believing that she that the baby was lost and that oh that messed me up watching this mm-hmm. and she says lost the baby and he believes it and it's like that's heart-wrenching god that's mm-hmm. so sad mm-hmm. and he just moves on from it. yeah he's like yeah yolo <laughs> You know, <laughs> but he can't stop thinking about her, you know, but he's like, oh, the baby, whatever. Like, I'm going to yeah. sell the house. Yeah. Though. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's like at that point, why did you even tell him? Right. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, I joke about, oh, I would never have told him. Mm-hmm. Right. But there's the secret romantic in me slash probably the secret romantic in Isabel that was like, we had this fiery night, this passionate one night stand that resulted in a pregnancy. But instead of just being like, well, I guess I'm going to be a single mom. She instead goes and finds him. Right. And tells him what's going on and that she doesn't expect anything from him. But like secretly she's expecting something Mm -hmm. from him. You know what I mean? Like she wanted, she wanted the happily ever after. And then when she realized that he's also a person who has his own goals in life and relationships Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff it complicated all of that so she decided she just wanted to like take it out of the equation but you can't do that (laughs) (laughs) 
it's like you can't you can't unring a bell isabel like you it's been wrong and you got to just deal with the repercussions if you decide not to be together or you decide hey you know what go to new york we don't have to be Mm -hmm. together to have this baby we can i don't think co-parenting was a thing that was what i don't think it was a word that was used in 1997 but you co-parent this child you know spends parts of the year in new york parts of the year in vegas like or the yeah. dad comes out every month or something to see mm-hmm. the kid but they loved each other that's the thing like that's mm-hmm. the problem is that there is the attraction yeah so like th- she went over there knowing mm-hmm. what she wanted to happen and she wanted it to be this big romantic gesture which like i get girl <laughs> i get it i understand mm-hmm. i want the sweeping romantic gesture but you also have to remember that like the person on the other side of that is a fully like fleshed out human being as well they're not just like waiting for you to show up on their doorstep to tell them that you're pregnant Mm -hmm. I I feel like it was still very stubborn though because he wanted to move to New York because he was I feel like he was making more money between the two of them he would have helped take care of them Uh, Mm -hmm. and her whole thing is like she just didn't want to leave because her family and friends were there but also she had invested all of this money into her creative Mm -hmm. oh that's right writing photography this photography book about the desert so I could understand why she would want to stay there like that's what she's been working toward I wish co-parenting existed. I feel like that probably would have right. ended the movie there. It's like, well, well then we could just co-parent. Yeah. Like, all right, <laughs> let's just co-parent. <laughs> but I think, I mean, kind of what we talked about in our episode, it's just like the lack of communication, right? Because I think the final straw for Isabel was when she like went to that work party or whatever and the boss was like oh yeah blah 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 he's coming back to new york and that was the first time she'd ever the heard lies. of it and it had been a month exactly that's i mean come on like how many times has has something so fucking benign something so insignificant been kept from you but it wasn't the fact that like you didn't know this thing it was the fact that these people kept it from mm-hmm. you that really mm-hmm. hurt you know what i mean and it's like of course i would have reacted the same way and been like well fuck you go to new york i'm done but communicate. yeah just like tell me yeah it's like you're up for some huge promotion let me know we can talk about it and maybe decide okay you go to new york i'll stay here till the baby is born and then maybe i'll join you or maybe i won't like we'll figure right. it out but that was, it wasn't the first time that he lied yeah. though or that he like hid something mm-hmm. from her i don't know which one's worse i think the parents one is worse is like hiding her from her his entire family for yeah. whatever yeah. like why why is he embarrassed of her well i think he yeah. knew that his parents were going to be racist <laughs> So, like, I suspect he was putting it off because of that. You know, when you get, when you know something's going to be hard and you know you have to do it, but you just get, like, paralyzed because you're not sure how to approach Mm -hmm. it. I think that's Mm -hmm. what he was stuck in. Like, like he knew he had to tell his parents, but he wanted to have a little more time to figure it out. (laughs) But it's like, yes, but then you tell her. Yeah. Yeah. That's when you say, listen, I haven't told my parents yet because they're kind of racist. And I don't want it to affect you or our relationship. And I want to keep us keep this to ourselves for a little bit. That would have been helpful. Right. (laughs) Do you know what I realize is the stuff that you know you should do and seems like it should be so simple Mm -hmm. is very in the moment. Yeah, you you probably are doing the same thing that she is like crap. Oh yeah. (laughs) I don't listen to myself. (laughs) We're not rational. (laughs) We're emotional creatures. We don't listen to reason. So yeah, big twist in the movie. She's she didn't lose the baby. Surprise. <laughs> she's still full on pregnant. Plot twist. And she and I guess Alex travels down there to 
see the grandma and grandma was like she pregnant <laughs> she prego <laughs> grandma has no filter she doesn't know that because he doesn't speak spanish he no. didn't learn a lick of no. spanish that entire time months he was in las vegas months he was with this woman he didn't try to learn anything look i know it was in the 90s you didn't have duolingo but you had to have some like rosetta stone right i was gonna say rosetta stone i did rosetta stone <laughs> What was that one with like the bear? It was like Muzzy or Muzzy. <gasps> Hooked on phonics, no? <laughs> no, it was it was like Muzzy or something like that. It was it some was weird creature. The same way as Hooked on Phonics. It was, yeah, yeah it was. Time period and uh, advertisement. But yeah, yeah. Taught- animation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I think it, it also shows too that like the lack of commitment on one side versus mm-hmm. the other. Like Isabel was like in mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. right? She was she was there. She was like, well, she was carrying the, the child, I guess. So you kind of have to be a little more in it than the other person. But like, again, he didn't try to learn Spanish. Like it, I, it's so funny too, because the other day on Instagram, when I was like kind of scrolling through my discovery feed, I saw a video and it was about this movie. And it was about how unrealistic it was that Selma Hayek was speaking English at her family party. Mm, interesting. Because it's like, you wouldn't, yeah. right? Like you're around family. And I know maybe the intent was so that Alex doesn't feel out of mm. place, but like, that's not realistic. <laughs> like she would have cussed a motherfucker out in Spanish and been like, oh yeah, he says he like your shoes right. and then keep going. You know what I mean? Like that's just, it's so unrealistic. But again, for him to not only be with a woman who is like Mexican and like has this whole like rich culture and all this stuff that he's surrounded by his kids going to be biracial. Right. Mm -hmm. And so at what point do you say, Oh, I should probably like help out for the culture, (laughs) you know, for the people do my part to end racism as a white man. Um, White man. (laughs) I can speak from experience. Like my ex, boyfriend when he used to come over like it was just so awkward because I would be speaking Spanish with my family and then I would be translating my parents would try and speak to him in um, English but he wouldn't like what and I'm like oh this is just horrible you know and then our parents never met out of like the five years that we were going out really I didn't Mm -hmm. know that they never met Mm, that's fucked up. And I can tell you, <laughs> he could have easily tried he could have 100%, tried yeah. any little bit of effort. And yeah, yeah, it, it, that's definitely on him. You don't have to be great at it. You just need to show yes. like enthusiasm mm-hmm. and like that you're willing to trying. be trained. Exactly. Yeah. Try just exactly. any kind just of try. bit of effort. Again, bar is so low. <laughs> it's so low. Fuck it. So back to the movie. So, <laughs> right. so I guess this is like, like my final question and please convince me. It's not even a question. It's more of a statement of how I feel about ah. this movie. And I feel like this is just Chandler Bing dating a Mexican mm-hmm. woman yes. in a movie format. Yes. Tell me I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to with that. No one will disagree. He's exactly Chandler mm-hmm. Bing. I actually, can I tell you, I recorded part of the movie. She has, what, like five older brothers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she tells them to take him out shooting for a good time. He's like, take all your guns. <laughs> Go out hunting. What are they hunting in Las Vegas? I don't know. Scorpions? Rattlesnakes. 
Yeah, I guess they go out. Cactuses. Yeah. He runs into some rattlesnakes. They shoot all the rattlesnakes. Chandler, his name's not Chandler. Might as well be in this movie. Um, he might as well be. He just falls on a cactus. Like, yeah. Oh, that's right. Cactus. He so into many, some cactus. Yeah. So many spines. Like, how dumb do you have to be? You know. So to help him, they gave him a bunch of tequila. Tequila. And they put him, you know, belly down inside their house. They bring him back mm-hmm. to Selma Hayek. Um, put him belly down in the house. He is trying to drink this tequila. And he unscrews the tequila bottle and then just like puts his mouth around the opening in a very <laughs> like sexual way and then like yes. pours it onto the carpet and then licks it off the carpet. It's it's very like unintentionally, I hope, sexual. And I recorded that and I think it <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do with it, but it's a video, a screen screenshot of Matthew Perry licking a tequila bottle opening as if it was some sort of sexual organs. I, I think I just want to make a gif out of that now. Yeah. I think yeah. it should be. Yeah, yeah. I think it needs to go on it TikTok or whatever. Pornhub. Yeah. I think I do it. Also, can we talk about how Matthew Perry they talk about how he's in his late twenties in this movie? And I'm like, who? What? (laughs) Wait, I think it might be true because when he started Friends, it was 1994. And he said he was 24 when he started Friends. And 1997. No. I believe okay. it, but it's weird for me. <laughs> I had not seen this movie before. I remember watching Friends when I was a child. Right. And being like, that Chandler Bing. <laughs> I'm so glad he fixed his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> and now, as a 31-year-old watching this movie, and they're like, he's in his late 20s, younger than me, and he's having a baby? No. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Can I tell you a secret? My mom. Oh, like, I love how we all like. Are- <laughs> yeah, we all leaned in. We're like the secret. Uh, my mom, she was like 25 when she had me. She was so she was like 22, 23 when she had my older brother. My dad's 13 years older than her. Yes. Older yes. man. <laughs> Marie's like, I understand. I understand. Yeah. I, understand. I need to get on that boat is what I need yeah. to do. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but have you seen the older guys on the apps? They're no, creepy. I haven't. It's weird. I don't like I'm not it. Not on the apps anymore. I don't like it. When oh. I was getting together with don't my go. partner, I basically chose my partner. I was dating two people at the same time in like sort of Mandy Moore uh, because I said so sort of situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Love the reference. And <laughs> the other one was like forty in his early forties. And, um, I ended up choosing, like being like, I don't want to date him anymore. I'm going to keep dating my partner, which worked out. We've been together for almost three years. Whoop, whoop. Yay! Um, <laughs> but the other, yeah, I, know. I know, man, said, yeah, like, hey, <laughs> uh, he was very, very nice man. He now has a baby on the way. He has a girlfriend. You still talk to him or you are you just stalk him on social media? I follow him on Twitter. He's in the comedy scene. I am. If I had a nickel for all the guys I, you know, hooked up with or sort of dated, I, again, I've never been in a serious <laughs> relationship, but if I had a nickel for all those guys who are now having children, I would burn the world down. <laughs> it's it's the weird, like, why are these people procreating? They should not be procreating. It's scary. That, that older guy, he was nice. That guy and the one one night stand I had were both nice boys. Everyone else 
else I've dated don't have children. If you're listening, (laughs) 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 just don't do it. So I want to get to our rating system. Ooh, yes. Yes. As we wrap up the end of this episode, do you want to explain our amazing rating system on drug accounts? So at the end of Drunken Rom-Coms, we have this rating system from one to 10, of course, like any regular <laughs> rating system, but mm-hmm. we do it as if we were taking shots, right? So wow. the more shots you take, the worse this movie was for you. If it's at a 10, like my What Women Want review, <laughs> like I hated that movie. Oh my gosh. I was at a 10. I never want to say it again. I would be at a 20 for What <laughs> right, Women yes. Want. I would <laughs> I need to be blackout drunk to watch yes. that movie. Or, you know, if you, if you don't want to take any, be sober watching this movie, what would you rate in the drunk on rom-com? The question, how many shots Girls. do you need hmm. to get through this movie? Okay, so here's the thing. I enjoyed this movie. I thought it was like, you know, I like watching mm-hmm. like a silly little rom-com every now mm-hmm, and then. Mm-hmm. There is some interesting conflict here and I'm conflict averse. So I'm going to go ahead and say... I'm going to need about four shots to get through this movie. Okay. Okay. That's a, that's a good number, Shelby. I'm going to, I'm going to go in that vein for me. I also enjoyed this movie. I do also recognize that this movie probably would have been more fun. A couple shots. deep. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like I watched it completely sober. Right. Not that it was bad to watch completely sober but it would have definitely been more fun with a couple of shots, but I'm also a lightweight <laughs> when it comes to straight alcohol. So I think in order for me to watch this movie again and have a good time more so than being sober, I would say three. I think I would need three shots to have like prime time like- lusting after Matthew right. Barry for an hour and a half. <laughs> Understandable. Yeah. I'm actually very similar. So I, like I said, I, this was the first time I had seen this movie and I was surprised at how much I liked it. And I'm also going to do three shots, uh, mostly just to get through the parent scene and just like, I'm like, drown that out. It's good. (laughs) Um, But also extra points for the surprise for me about like her actually keeping the baby. Like I legit thought she lost Mm -hmm. it, but then like, oh, surprise. Mm -hmm. She still got it. Like that got me. And I love, (laughs) I love a good surprise. (laughs) And I'm on Shelby's boat. Because I don't think it was, like, really realistic that he, like, made it to the Hoover Dam at the same time that she was at the Hoover Dam. Have the baby. Okay. That was a little confusing. How did that work? Wait, but here's my question. from? I don't, where was he But would it be more confusing or less confusing with more alcohol involved? I wouldn't mind it if I had more alcohol. Like, I'd be like, yeah, he got there. I feel, I feel like I'm one of those like weirdly logical drunks where I'm like, but what? No, that's come on. Explain it. I don't understand. What's show happening. me your you work. Know what I mean? Like I'm one of those. Yeah. I feel like show your work. Love Sam. Just, <laughs> yeah. Shelby would just be like, don't stop questioning it. Just let it happen. I'd be like, no, I gotta know. I gotta know right now. The magic of love. Okay. <laughs> Okay, you guys. So is there any place you want people to go and check out? Yeah. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The Rom Complex. Or send us an email at theromcomplex at gmail.com. We love emails. We love followers. We do. We've been begging for emails for so oh my God. long. I'm just going to like um, sign you guys up on like, random newsletters so you can just like. <laughs> oh, no. 
Don't give people ideas. <laughs> yeah. If you just want to listen to our podcast, The Rom Complex, you can find it on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever. <laughs> wherever you listen Google to podcasts. Yeah, wherever yeah. You- just Google it. Yeah. Just Google it. <laughs> <laughs> so that was our talk about Fool's Rush In. <laughs> I think we did a great job. And I love you ladies so much. Thank you for coming onto our We love you. This is amazing. Loving all the things. <laughs> yes. But as always, you can follow us on uh, drunkonromcoms.com. So go to our website, please. <laughs> Instagram and Twitter. 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 I can't speak anymore. You know what? <laughs> We're all a little slurry. Yes, Connie. Finish yeah. that drink. Yes. <laughs> Drink the champagne. <laughs> Drunk on rom-coms on Instagram and Twitter. Yes. So <laughs> till next time, I'm Marie. And I'm Connie. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.